What's going on, good people? This is your boy Amir, aka the Magic Man. And you're listening to another dope episode of Paperbacks and Soundtracks. Thank you once again for joining me on this wonderful show, man. I love doing this every week for you guys. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, all at Paperbacks and Soundtracks. The show, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Uh, next season, we're planning on getting on Stitcher, you know, to give you guys another another option to uh, check your boy out, man. But it's been, it's been another great season, man. Next week is the season finale. If you did not know, uh, December 19th will be season two's uh, finale. Got a lot of things uh, planned for that episode man and one of them being having a great conversation man with chuck brown one of the authors of the great story from image comics called bitter root man if you have not checked that story out you might want to go go do it because uh uh issue number six is coming back out in february so that'll be the start of the new story arc man but that first story arc was insane man what a great story to check out um buy it on trade i doubt if you're going to find single issues of it at this point but if you do hey you the man or the woman whatever you want it whatever you are (laughs) but yeah man chuck brown next week man i'm telling you this now because he has confirmed it we're going to link up this weekend get the episode out on the 19th for you guys man and i can't wait for you guys to hear it i got some great questions i want to know you know know about the journey man about how he took you know how he went from being a young man in the world and decided he wanted to write comics and how he linked up with the fellas for a bitter root and you know what he has coming down the line man he made some really good announcements on some stories that he's going to be doing for uh image and some stuff for marvel so you know chuck brown's putting in some work man so i can't wait to have him on the show and sit down and talk to him you know so you guys can uh you know have something really dope to listen to next week but uh yeah man so last week i said that i was going to focus more on the music um which i am but a lot of things happened uh, before before I got to this episode, you know, as far as news goes. Uh, and I read a couple of dope comic books. I want to talk about them really, really quickly, man. So first off, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, the trailer dropped. Um, it was a pretty dope trailer. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. Uh, it was really dope. Uh, there's a lot of action, it seems like it's going to be in this one. And it really seems to be showcasing how much of a badass Wonder Woman really is, man. And I'm really excited for it. be honest with you, um, you know, after the Batman-Superman debacle, the movie that I fell asleep on every time I saw it, you know, whatever. But she was kind of like the bright spot in that, in that movie. And... Her, then her movie came out after that, and it was really dope. And it seems like DC has been on on a pretty decent run after her movie dropped. You know, you had Shazam, you had Joker. You know, you had some really good movies that came out after that. So I think Wonder Woman is going to be the one that kind of, like, gets DC back on track for sure. And, you know, this 1984 movie looks like it's going to be another dope one, man. Like, I'm really excited for it, to be honest with you. So I can't wait to check that out. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, Another interesting trailer dropped. uh, One that I wasn't very happy about, I'll be honest with you. Um, Ghostbusters 3, The Afterlife. It's supposed to be coming out in 2020 sometime. Um, Yeah. 
I'm going to be honest with you. When I watched the trailer, I was a little confused on what exactly was going on. And when I get confused, I kind of just say, all right, whatever. I'll see it when it's on Netflix. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know why we need to have a Ghostbusters uh, part three, but then not have like grown people fighting monsters. Like, it's just weird. Like, it's a bunch of like kids, you know, doing some monster hunting things and just getting into trouble and coming across some of the old gear from you know the stuff that the ghostbusters used back in the day so i don't really know about all that it could be cool it could not be cool but i'll be watching it on netflix i am not spending fifty thousand dollars to go see this in the movie theater so you know whoever you know some of my friends check it out maybe they'll they'll let me know if it's good or not when that time comes but yeah so those are some of the things that dropped in uh, the movie world and you know as far as comic book stuff goes i really am looking forward to wonder woman though so quick 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 comic book stuff all right black panther uh ta-nehisi coates uh yo you're a genius sir it's official i know a lot of people have been sleeping on the intergalactic empire of wakanda i'm gonna be honest with you it has literally got on my nerves it's driven my brain up a wall with this story man because one minute you getting an answer and the next minute you going back to not having answers and it's just this back and forth game that he's playing and the story arcs are super long but yo uh issue i believe 18 was the one i read sorry don't don't blame don't blame my mind right now i had a long day but listen whatever number it is the story was dope it was the most recent black panther story to come out okay tanasi coach has officially brought this story full effing circle okay uh t'challa has essentially um he's found out some deep dark secrets about wakanda and things that were like in plain sight in his mind but he was just so focused on expanding the empire that he didn't really see what was going on with his people and essentially it made him feel like he was a terrible leader for not being able to see exactly what was going on so it's in his mind and t'challa's mind black panther it's time to fix this okay and a battle is about to happen all right um i'm hoping that it's going to take place in issue 19 sometimes tanahasi coach drops a little gem and then it takes a little while to get to it but i'm hoping it takes place in issue 19 because it's time to get this story going and uh, i'm gonna be honest with you, i'm not gonna spoil it but you will not believe who black panther is about to go up against it's very out of the ordinary but it makes sense and I, i'm absolutely loving this story now like i'm really loving this story I, i'm definitely going to go back and read it again um once i take a break from the from the show uh and i'll probably do a 60 seconds or less about it on, on this run um also the sad news about black panther uh in the intergalactic empire is it will be coming to an end soon um because of the sales all right the sales have been really low with this story um because it's, it's very difficult for for people to follow i'm not gonna lie it's a hard story to follow but once you really get into the thick of things it, it it really opens up your brain and you are able to follow it a lot easier but um yeah marvel's gonna be relaunching black panther again with a new number one uh but ta-nehisi coach is going to be writing the story so that should be pretty dope um i enjoyed his first story arc with or his first uh what 18 issues that he did um with the nation beneath their feet or something like that it was really dope i enjoyed it it was very political but it was really it was a dope story about how uh t'challa is balancing being a king and also being 
you know, Black Panther, the protector of Wakanda. So I'm definitely interested in seeing where Tanahasi takes this next run. I'm hoping that they can bring Brian Stelfreeze back to this story because I really, really enjoyed his artwork, man. It was really dope. Um, okay, another story. Riri Williams, Ironheart, issue 12. Ah, oh, man, so sad. Evel Ewing, you killed it, ma'am. You killed it, all right? This was your first time writing a comic book and you knocked it out of the park, yo. Uh, Luciano Vesicchio, your artwork was amazing, sir. Uh, I don't want to spoil this story whatsoever for you guys, but I will say a few things. Um, like the journey that that Evel Ewing took Riri on um, was was really really dope. Okay, like Brian Michael Bendis started this character right, and he didn't really dig deep into the character's like mental state. Um, Riri witnessed a lot of death early on in her life, um, so to me, she kind of suffers from PTSD. And a way for her to get over it was to kind of be a hero, right? But, you know, even though you're a hero, you still can be afraid of certain things. And a lot of things that she were afraid, what she was afraid of was really just herself. You know what I'm saying? She was afraid to open up to, to people that she trusted or her friends or, you know, even just be happy and satisfied with herself. You know, she's just super intelligent character but it was just hard for her to get over a lot of things man and the way evil ewing did this story by taking her on a journey to learn herself more and to open up to people was very interesting man and it's only 12 issues man and she just is this story was so perfect to me the way it ended i'm excited but like i told you guys before it's over <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Evel Ewing is moving on to the next project. Um, and it's to me, I'm a little ticked off about it because she just gave Marvel this really dope 12-issue story that you guys should all check out. It's only 12 issues. That's two trades. Six issues in both trades. Go check it out. But, you know, at the end of issue 12, they basically tell you like Riri's story will continue in the the upcoming crossover incoming. You know, Marvel's always got these crazy events going on. I'm probably not going to do it. I told you guys, you know, last week after the Absolute Carnage thing, I'm pretty much burnt out with the crossovers. But they also mentioned Marvel also mentioned that Eve L. Ewing will be doing another project. Um, it's coming out in March this year, 2020 actually, um, called Outlaw. Now, that's dope. Really dope. Um, but to me, it's a slap in the face because she literally just did a whole 12 issue mini, knocked it out the park, and now you're going to repay her by giving her a one shot? What? So, uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of messed up to me. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking it out only because she's a dope writer. Hopefully, she gets some more out of it after that. Um, and hopefully, we get to see Riri in another solo story again because um, yeah the story was amazing uh another the last one get get this one out real quick uh spider-man miles morales number 13 um i read that today and <laughs> yeah Saladin Ahmed is a beast yo flat out man he is just a monster if you are not reading spider-man miles morales just do yourself a favor go check it out i promise you you will not you won't be upset. It's a great story. Salon Ahmed is introducing new characters. 
that seem to uh, going to be like really important down the line. Um, you guys already know about Starling. She actually made an appearance in this issue, um, which was really it was quick, but it was dope. Like they just keep throwing her in these stories and she's on the you know has her own cases going on but at the same time she's kind of like throwing some some energy at miles so it's kind of that's kind of interesting but there was another new character introduced in uh issue 13 man and i'm not gonna tell you who i'm not gonna tell you how i'm just gonna say that this character is definitely going to change miles's life probably for the rest of his life all right there's going to be nothing that he doesn't do for this new character he's going to protect this character i'm pretty sure with everything that he has in his soul man and i'm definitely looking forward to it marvel's already pretty much mentioned if you if you're up to date on everything you already know what's going on but for those who don't you know marvel's already mentioned that this character is probably going to be really important going down the line and yeah i'm i'm here for it man i'm definitely here for it miles morales spider-man one of my favorite books over at marvel along with daredevil and black panther riri was another one but it just ended so yeah definitely go check that out man and that's it that's all the comic book stuff all right i'm not talking no more comics right now i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna play this dope track from fogmog music and when we come back we will be talking about some music one of my favorite artists and i feel like I haven't done him justice. I got my own podcast and I haven't talked about my favorite artist of all time on my podcast. Just a shame. All right. So go get yourself a snack. Go get something to drink and come right back after this dope track. Fog my music. Peace. we are back thank you for listening to paperbacks and soundtracks i'm your boy amir aka the magic man and it's time for the soundtracks part man so listen last week i told y'all that i wanted to talk about two ogs in the game put out some albums very dope albums uh one of them being the album called born to rap by the game fire go listen to it the man still has bars okay don't doubt it the other album uh coldest summer ever by fabulous another fire album the man's got crazy punchlines as always the flow for both these dudes is incredible but then as i was you know going through my apple music and listening to some music and stuff like that i came across some kanye west and it switched up the whole flow of the show and i i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry i won't be talking about the game or fabulous it's time to do my top 10 kanye west songs all right this was a very very hard list for me to do um if anybody knows me that's listening to the show you know that kanye west has been one of my favorite artists probably since i was 16 
17 somewhere around there whenever whenever uh the college dropout came out i think i was 16 uh he's just been that dude to me all right now i know recent times everybody kind of dislikes him right now and it's understandable i get it he said some wild stuff yo some stuff that i almost had to lose respect for him you know what i'm saying but then i go back and listen to his music and i just realized how dope he is of an artist now i don't listen to him for a lot of other stuff but when it comes to his music i really just enjoy it 1000 percent, man but um yeah kanye west top 10 it was tough and i needed to get some help so shout out to rose monroe for helping your boy out you know what i'm saying i had like 30,000 songs and i had to get it down to 10 um by the way i'll probably do a playlist you know if you guys go try and find me on apple music you know look for the magic man on there just type in the magic man i'm sure i'll pop up i got a few playlists on there i did do one for the uh, blue eye soul joint so you guys gotta go check that out i'll share it on you know instagram facebook twitter all that good stuff but you definitely gotta go check that out it was a real funky one but top 10 all right there's this is and actually this is not even in order so i, I didn't even like uh, i didn't even number it because it's like oh every song is my favorite every one of them is my number one you know so we're gonna start with uh the song that got me hooked man on the college dropout falls down all right man the boy was just spitting on this one yo the music was incredible and, uh, the storytelling on this story on this song was just straight up fire yo straight up fire it hits my soul every time i hear it as soon as that that beat just drops it's amazing but what's funny man one thing that people don't pay attention enough to kanye west about is that when he does produce a track right he's usually telling some type of like music history lesson now the song that he used to sample for this track was a song by lauren hill called mystery of iniquity go look it up so this is yeah this is a top 10 of kanye but it's also some of the dope samples that he's used so you get to get two for one all right so go check that song out because she sang her butt off on that one you know what i'm saying so another song another kanye west great song another one that got me hooked on the college dropout uh slow jams featuring jamie fox man whoo boy oh boy that one is just smooth yo there's no way that i couldn't have this one on the list and and honestly that might have been the first time i ever heard like jamie fox on a song like i didn't even know like i knew he could sing from his show and everything but i didn't know that he can get down like that on a, on a real dope track like that like they really put in some work and the sample for this one was a luther vandross song called house is not a home now if you know that one you know that's got a lot of soul into it man and kanye definitely kept the soul in this one my favorite bar on that track was i got a dark skin friend look like michael jackson got a light skin friend look like michael jackson yo come on man that that was just hilarious man kanye kept that song light fun he even had twister on there to just switch up the flow like yo fire okay there's no way that you could tell me that that song was not incredible it was on the radio great song the next one called roses this one was on late registration and it's it's really it's not the happiest song ever you know what i'm saying it's actually a story 
about his grandmother transitioning on into the next stage of life and how the family is dealing with everything at the hospital bed and like just everything that's happening in the hospital man it's just a great story yo and you just feel all the emotions that kanye west was going through for that song man and the sample that he used was bill withers uh rosie and oh, the way bill withers is used on this track the way kanye west puts it on there it's like man them dudes is just pouring out all their emotions on the track and it just gelled perfectly like oh i can listen to that song all day man and just it, it just does something to me man it does something to me uh the next song uh good morning on graduation this might be the dopest intro track he has ever done okay he yo let me tell you something man when he, like the way he starts it off wake up mr west mr west mr fresh by himself he's so impressed like come on man he telling you right there how cocky this man is okay he's like yeah my ego is huge okay i love myself and that's what it is like kanye was turning into something different when this album graduation came out this is this was the album that he actually um he battled 50 cent with this one like their their album sales like i remember they had a big thing on 106 and park and 50 was like i'm out sell you and kanye was like nah you ain't got it and then kanye just blew my man out of the water yo with album sales yo like it was amazing man i was actually real hype like i felt like i was watching like a football game when these numbers came out yo, it was amazing uh the sample that he used for this one was someone saved my life tonight by elton john which was very surprising to me when i heard it so it just shows me the ear that kanye has and the different producers that he uses like they know good music when they hear it you know what i'm saying so that was that's another great one good morning definitely go check that out on graduation uh the next song is from 808s and heartbreaks now this album i feel like is the album that pretty much switched hip-hop completely up like we started getting more like emo rappers after this like a lot of the mumbled rappers that are out right now drake like a lot of those guys like that they are all about the vibes and the feel and i feel like they all were in love with 808 to heartbreak at one point you know with the singing and the rapping and the very emotional stories i mean in this song cold as winter man like man like you honestly like if this song could actually bring tears to your into your eyes if you really just think about someone that you might have lost in your life like it's one of those songs man he's really just talking about his mom pretty much the whole album but this one you know for a fact he's talking about his mom man like memories made in the coldest winter you know and it was just it's just an incredible song man and it was a game changer yo a lot of people didn't like 808s and heartbreak when it first came out and then about maybe like a year or two later i was bumping it every time i i got it like this is when i was heavy into getting cds so like a year or two later man everybody was talking about how classic 808s and heartbreak was and i was kind of shocked i'm like man y'all ain't like this joint two years ago but yeah this was one of them joints he he recorded this album in a week a lot of people don't know that he went to the studio and recorded this album in a week i think it was like 10 songs or something like that on there he went there knocked it out and made a classic yo and yeah the sample that he used for this one is called memories fade by tears of fears so another interesting choice for a sample 
you know, shout out to, to Kanye and anybody he's ever worked with as far as producing songs go. Uh, the next song is one of my all-time favorites, yo. I love this song, Devil in a New Dress, off the uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album, which is probably... I'm going to say that's probably his most complete album he's ever done. Second would be... Um, I would say Life of Pablo, but his his most complete album is definitely My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And this one is just about him and a girl, you know, going back and forth, you know, with their little they little shot they shots they're taking at each other throughout dinner and you know, really just loving each other. But, you know, that happens sometimes. Sometimes you go to dinner, you sitting there with your girl or your man or whatever, and y'all taking y'all little jabs at each other, but you know doggone well, you know, when y'all get home it's love all day, every day, you know. So definitely another great song. The sample that he used for this blew my mind when I saw it. Uh Will You Love Me Tomorrow by Smokey Robinson like what like how did he even sneak that in there you know what i'm saying like Smokey's one of the greatest motown writers of all time man and he had he had to go reach out to Smokey. i know he had to get permission for this one for sure probably had to pay mad money for it and he used it on this song you know this one's got um rick ross on there spitting some bars you know all black suit you know shoes lavender i don't want to use the other word but yeah dope 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 track uh love that one the next one man is one that gets me hyped every single time i hear it the beat on this joint is crazy he used like five different samples on this one but i'm only going to focus on the one because it's very interesting how he flipped the song for this one but blood on the leaves yo on the yeezus album man i went to the Yeezus tour. Shout out to my little sister Tia. Um, we we've been to a couple Kanye West shows, but we went to Yeezus the Yeezus tour, man. And he had Kendrick Lamar opening up for him, and it was incredible to see Kendrick out there doing his thing early on in his career with the live band. But man, let me tell you something. I don't think he was ready for what Kanye West was about to bring on that stage, yo. Like my man had mountains coming up from everywhere. Um, it was it was just crazy. He had this huge screen over top of the whole stadium where you could just see all kinds of different effects. And man, but man, when he did Blood on the Leaves, yo, that whole stadium was rocking, yo, was rocking. You know, like, but man, what a great what a great concert that was, man. But I love that song. The sample that he used for that was "Strange Fruit" by Nina Simone. And the reason why I say it was an interesting flip. Is because Kanye was talking more like relationships and like drug use and stuff like that. Nina Simone was talking more about like, you know, people hanging in the trees. You know what I'm saying? Like black people being hung and her remembering this as a kid. And, you know, I guess in her imagination, it was like, wow, those are, you know, strange fruit. Like this is, these aren't the right fruit that are supposed to be hanging from these trees. Not our people, you know? So the way he flipped it was very interesting um i feel like he did it justice but it was very interesting but like i said he used like four other samples on there but we don't really got time to dive into that right now uh the next song was one that was a shocker to me but not so much because i already mentioned he went on tour with him with the yeezus tour so you know music was gonna have to come up at some point between these two and the song that came out of these guys linking up on tour between uh kanye west and kendrick lamar was a song called no more parties in la on the life of pablo album bars on top of bars on top of bars all right 
Go listen to it. Wait till you get to Kendrick's part. He pretty much solidified why he's one of my three kings of hip-hop at this point. So, but let me tell you, the sample that they used, y'all don't even know about this dude. I'm about to put y'all on right now. The song, one of the songs is called Give Me My Love by Johnny Guitar Watson. Now, if you know who Johnny Guitar Watson is, you a bad man. But if you don't, y'all need to go get up on him. This is the man that made the song called Superman Lover. Boy, oh boy. Let me tell you something. I found that song like probably like nine years ago. Could not stop playing it. Like the song is so groovy, yo. Like, and the way he's dressed, he got the little pimp hat on. Like my man was straight pimping with that song but it's not that's not the song they used to sample on that one but it was a it's a dope track you guys should definitely go get to know johnny guitar watson the other song that they used was at towards the end um called stand up and shout about love uh by larry graham now if you don't know who larry graham is you know who his nephew is his nephew is drake so it's kind of interesting that you know they use that sample you know, I guess at that time, him and Drake was cool. So, you know, he got that one cleared or whatever. But, yeah, Larry Graham was a bad man. He was a bass player. He played for um, Sly and the Family Stone, Bad Boy. His range for singing was incredible. Like, Larry Graham was a bad boy. Slapped the bass up real crazy. But, yeah, dope samples for that song. The song was incredible on the Life of Pablo. You know, No More Parties in L.A. The next song is one that I used to be able to relate to all the time you know it's called uh spaceships it was on the college dropout the sample that they used for this one was distant lover by marvin gay all right so like i told y'all man you're gonna get some music history when it comes to kanye and his samples yo he don't just sample anything he's always gonna sample some heat straight up so but the song i always love this song man because i used to work at target uh back in the day and i worked at that grave shift man and working overnight not really understanding what the hell i was doing in life at that point and trying to figure it out and everything and just listening to kanye talk about the work that he was putting in when he wasn't working at the gap or whatever other stores he was working at where they was just you know we got we have to hire a black dude so you're you're going to be that guy and you know about clothes and stuff so yeah you're going to be our token black dude whatever but he was going home and making like 10 beats a day 20 beats a day trying to make it trying to push that music man believing in his dream even though he had to go and take orders from somebody else on the daily to get some money you know but he's still stuck with his dream man and that's why i really really love that song man like it meant a lot to me back then when i first heard it you know what i'm saying the college dropout was just it was just an amazing album to be honest with you that, that first one man like it just told the complete story of kanye west and then each album after that just showed his evolution man like that's the one thing i don't like when people say like oh i want the old kanye west you're not gonna get him yo like the old Kanye West is not, he's not here no more. Obviously, you know, with his way of thinking, but you're not going to stay the same if you continue to evolve in life. So like back then, college dropout, like Kanye ain't had no money. He had no money. He was talking about different things, you know, college, I mean, uh, graduation and then late registration, 808 and heartbreak. Like he was different. He was a different man. He was dealing with different situations in life. So yeah, old Kanye is not, not coming back. 
but he's still a genius when it comes to producing tracks and putting people together to put out a fire album you know so yeah spaceships was a dope one um the last song that i really really enjoyed i used to play this song back to back to back to back to back was a song called i wonder uh, on graduation you know that great hook and i wonder if she knows what it means like that man it was just a beautiful song man another another one of those relationship songs that kanye put out you know i realized that over the years kanye west has really put out a lot of songs about relationships yo like he really changed the game yo like hip-hop they weren't talking about relationships like this you know what i'm saying they were talking about relationships in other ways like you know just going calling a chick and you know bringing her back to the crib type of stuff but kanye was really talking about like how his feelings were and yeah, he birthed a lot of different kids in this music industry, man. So, yeah, uh, the, the the sample that they had used for this one is called My Song. And I'm going to mess this guy's name up. And I apologize. Uh, his name is Lebby Safri. Maybe. So, um, but that's the sample that they use. You can definitely go look it up. The song is called My Song. Um, and, yeah, man, that's, that's my list, yo. That's my top ten. Uh, favorite songs trust me there's going to be more songs on the playlist than just these 10 because there's no way that you can make a kanye west playlist and just keep it at 10 songs but these are the 10 that i wanted to talk about man because i feel like you know kanye west has been a big inspiration to me uh since i was a young kid running around here trying to figure things out for myself you know and one thing that i i learned from kanye west was to believe in what you're doing no matter what everybody else says or what everybody else is trying to put you down for what you want to do, believe in yourself and everything else will follow from there, man. So that's the approach that I've taken on this show with paperbacks and soundtracks. I believe in it so that you guys can believe in it. You know what I'm saying? I've had family members that have, you know, continue to push me, friends that have continued to push me, but it all starts with you. No matter what, everything starts with you. Nobody can ever tell you what you can dream or what you can't dream. So I learned that from Kanye. So despite all the craziness that he does, all the antics and everything that he does now in recent times, don't forget that Kanye was really, he was really that dude. All right. And oh, shout out to uh, Andrew Swartz from um, Brilliant Idiots. I'm sure he's not listening to this, but he's probably, he's the reason why I did this, uh, this list too, because he claimed that Kanye would not be like one of the people that were remembered in history with his music or some dumb stuff like that. Like he was like, oh, name a song, name a song. And Charlemagne was naming mad songs. He was like, well, nobody's going to remember him for that one. Nah, bruh. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like they are. So yeah, man, that's the list. I'm going to put out a playlist for this this weekend. So stay tuned. I'm definitely going to put it on uh, probably Facebook instagram twitter all that stuff so make sure you go follow me at paperbacks and soundtracks uh make sure you click subscribe on all of the areas where the show is available that's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, youtube check me out give me a rating leave a comment and yeah man i love y'all and remember next week man we got chuck brown coming on the show he's gonna be talking bitterroot his new stories that are coming out and his journey in this comic book world man so yeah i will check y'all next week and remember you don't need superpowers to be a superhero peace